Hello, welcome, Cammy Mitch and Taimu. That's a very nice hat you're wearing. It's my hat now. Oh. I'm taking that hat home. This is Three Failed Pilots, the show where three basement dwelling fucking dorks <laughs> tell professionals who have day jobs and actually do meaningful things with their lives. Kid, I have a day job. Shut up, so do I, but this is a bit. I do. Tell professionals I do how they think. Yeah, tell the professionals how they think they should do their jobs. But we have no experience doing these things. We are just fucking pricks on the internet. As you do. I am your host, your beard, your hot cock, Jacob. Here I am in front of all of you. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. And joined are two of my favourite people, north of the Scottish border. To be fair... That's a list of about 10 people, but there's two of them right here, Rody and Glenn. Glenn, can you say that wonderful word that begins with were? Withershins. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, sorry, did you want me to say hello and wake them? That's the word. Hey, hello and wake them to the podcast. Oh. oh, there it is. There's Jacob's hot cock. Dangling and gleam. Oh yeah! Oh, we can't even put that in. Yeah, we can. Yeah, no, we definitely can, mate. <laughs> that's that's the it's staying. You said it now, mate. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, that's on. Note that's to on Jacob me. while editing. Also, put in me saying "hot cock" one more time. <laughs> hot cock. Thank you, Jacob, while editing. Hot cock, Davy, one more time. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Do I just start again? No. No. Okay. Oh, cool. Great. No. Yeah. Hi. Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Harry. My name is also Glenn. My name is also God Emperor of this shit, whatever it is. <clears throat> and whatever it is, uh, seems to be some kind of podcast. Every episode in which we'll take some dive into a corner of nerd culture, pitch our pilots for where we think it should go next. Uh, we have a big argument. Jacob gets sad. I get disgusted. Rody, I think it all just feeds Rody. I think Rody feeds off. Less I think this is what he lives for. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then in, we, we do it again. Sometime. That's not now. So, Rody, what are we talking about today? So, Disney are obsessed with giving us villagen. Vil, villagen? Villagen? That's a good term for Villagen. it. Villagen that, That's a good Villagen. term for it. Yeah. We're well, pitching the Village WWE people movie today, guys. And Disney have Villagen. Villagens. <laughs> no. Because uh, I don't with... have time to say villain origin story every time yeah, I'm yeah. talking about the new Disney film I'm not interested in. So I'm going to have to start saying Villagen film. The Villagen films, yeah. So the Villagen... They're, they're doing these villain origin stories. Like Maleficent, which was okay. Maleficent 2, which wasn't great. And the worst of the bunch. Is a sequel? Yeah, well, I've seen a sequel. How? Uh, how, how and the one, the one that I think most people rolled their eyes. The one most people rolled their eyes and cringed at was Cruella because if there's one character we don't need to, we don't need to humanise. <laughs> it is the puppy murderer. Uh, uh, exactly. What was, what was the point in that? <laughs> I know. I know. Um, so we're we're going to be pitching Disney villain origin movies or Disney. Just Disney villain movies. And I have a pitch and would like to go first if that's okay. I've wrote no notes, I just have a cracking idea. Then please, go first. Okay. 
So, <clears throat> we see, uh, seems to be some kind of like doctor's office or something and this, in a waiting room with some people just sitting. Uh, and then, you know, you, you hear someone kind of open the door and you just hear, you hear, sir, the doctor will see you now. Mm. And you, you don't see this person's face, you just see, you don't see much. You see just the, the shoes at first. Walking in, and we quickly realise this is actually a therapist office because you, we pat, we see panning around, you see people just sitting talking and sitting, you know, somebody closing the door over, and maybe people just kind of sitting with their hands in their, you know, they kind of, they hands in their head and their hands in typical. I am sad and I'm talking about something difficult. Pose. Are you are you enacting that right now? Putting yes. your heads in your hands. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we could hear it. It was cool. You know, you know, this is an audio <laughs> medium. We can't see you. No, no, no. I know, but, but I we heard it. Yeah. <laughs> but we heard it, Jacob. I th- which is why I think I heard it. Which yeah. is why I, I think you knew it was happening. Which is why you asked. Okay, it's fine. So um, I feel like that's so unnecessarily what? rude. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm creating immersion, Jacob. Oh, I'm immersed. Ah, he's okay. creating a version. <laughs> and you, you, we see the the shoes. Then we see like wearing blue jeans. And just the camera just slowly pans up. They're walking through, and eventually we see this kind of. Familiar black shirt with a skull on it, and we see this guy with kind of short black hair, missing tooth, walking through. Oh no! And he takes a seat. Of course. This it. kind of guy, and he's kind of mid thirties, and uh, the kind of the kind of therapist says, um, "So said, what do you yeah. want to talk about today?" <laughs> <coughs> and we go back, and if I haven't made it clear, it's clearly said from Toy Story. Toy Story. Right, and I really think no, he's an old man. That's not an origin story. But Sid goes back and starts talking about his childhood, and he starts to talk about how I just pulled my earphones out, guys. Hold on, zips, 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 zips. Starts talking about. Ooh. Can't hear your reactions. Just gonna say anything right Ooh. now. So, so he's he, he pulled his earphones out, and that's why he had to cut his <coughs> earphones up, and then he realised like he hated electronics and toys, and that's how he became a bastard. Cool, green light, Jacob, your pitch, please. <laughs> 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 if it's that easy, I'll just stop here. That's fine. Speed episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, uh, we're done. We see, uh, we see, you know, kind of, um, we see baby Sid getting born. First of all, don't know how he remembered oh, that, but God. it's a Disney, But you know, it's, it's a That's film. A bit when you do graphic. that. Does he have like? We see him getting born. We just see him in the hospital. Oh, right, okay. wait, 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 we see, we see the mother just pushing, and then suddenly the baby's there. Right. Because childbirth is an easy process. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's my impression as a man. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> does the baby have like mechanical spider legs? Uh, no. Yeah, uh, it's just said that's a baby. All oh, right. Okay. Aye. Anyway, we see him all right. bold, and we see him maybe like starting to crawl and that. We see him playing with his toys. And then, like, he's, he's just sitting playing with his toys, and he's got he's he's, he's got he's got his favourite action figure, which is a kind of knockoff stretch on strong, called uh, called Lanky John. <laughs> and it's like, and he's he's sitting there playing. His his, his mum walks out the room, and he's there on. And like, as he's sitting playing with his, his Lanky John, and he's stretching over, and he kind of goes, he, he just you just gonna hear, stop, <coughs> and Sid's looking around, and he's like. It's like, what's what's going on? Because he's a bit, he's you know, he's like, just tiny. Yeah. And he's like, and the toy kind of like, the toy kind of goes, he goes, this is cool. How would you like to have it be stretched out like this? And he kind of goes, huh? 
and he kind of stops and he lets it go for a second and then like the toy just gets wrapped around his neck and he's sitting there like trying to pull away and his mum comes in and she's like oh Sid you, you need to be careful and she pulls it off and obviously she, she goes to pull it away and as he's pulling away Lanky John looks back at Sid and he just and he just kind of like slices across his throat as if you know you're going to get it <coughs> cut back to the, the therapist's office and Sid's sitting there and he's like and that's that's kind of where it all started. Ooh. And the therapist's like, "Oh, so your toy's your toy came to life and tried to kill you." Interesting. And he's like, "Yeah." He goes, "But to be fair, I hurt him first. Hey, that is the only good joke in the latest Toy Story film. I've not seen the latest one yet. No, Toy Story Three was, was a bit... perfect ending, and I, I just had enough of that. Toy Story 4 is shit, but there was this one joke that made me giggle, and then they did it again, and I laughed harder, and I found myself really, really laughing hard. That, <laughs> okay. You've literally just enacted it. It was great. Okay, I, I didn't even know that. Um, no, like, Toy, Toy Story 3 for me was a perfect ending. And I just, like, it would have been better if they fell into the, the lava. Jacob, what is wrong with you? Do you want a list? You, 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 you complain that other people say things that upset you, and you just... And you things like that. Then you, you say <laughs> that you, you want all the toys to die. You say that you're... I'm not even going to repeat what you said about Harambe last episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so... And then he goes, oh no, that wasn't the last time. And you know, an event, you know, we see him maybe a wee bit older. And he's sitting there and he's he's sitting in school. And he's obviously... He's, he, at this point, you know, that was something that happened when he was just so young. And he could barely talk at the time. And he's repressed it, and that's why he, that's why he couldn't remember, you know, ever, toys ever talking to him when he was older until you know the whole thing with Woody happened, because he was a, he was young and he just he just he, he believes they imagined it in retrospect. Aye, and we see him a bit older. What? Why wouldn't he? Aye. Yeah, if exactly. That happened you know. to you, you'd go, man. That didn't happen. Ah, exactly. Um, maybe he kind of like just starting. He's just started school, and he's he's got like he's got like a new favorite toy. He's got like his wee kind of like. Basically, action man, but not action man. Uh, I've I've referred to him as Jack Danger. Ooh. Oh, that sounds so cool! I want Jack Danger. <laughs> I want yeah. a Jack Danger. It's basically action man slash GI Joe. Oh, cool. And he's like car- he's like carrying it around, and like, <laughs> and he's got with the bad guy who's like, <laughs> who's this clearly like really like racist depiction of inset minority here. Oh God. Yeah, and he's, and he's like, and Sid's like, Sid, Sid, and we see Sid like, just get out of school and he, he goes home and he's, his dad's sitting watching a film or whatever, um, and we see what this, maybe it's like a John Wayne movie or something, and he's like, oh, so these guys are the bad guys, you know, and he's got his weak in a racist Native American, or if he's watching like, um, you know, some movie, some war movie, he's got his weak in a you know, racist Middle Eastern figure, whatever it is, and he's like, he's like killing it continuously as the bad guy. This is the first time where he like, anyway. This is the first time where he like pulls party off, and this is before he's ever you know started torturing toys, and he he's in he, he's in tears and he runs away and he's like he's like dad 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 it's broke off, and then you know um, he goes oh he's like oh don't worry son we'll I'll I'll, I'll fix it all right I'll fix it, and um, he stands into the other room, and he kind of goes as soon as he's not watching he goes ah he goes. Ah, oh, this isn't. This can't be repaired. And you see him throw it in the bin. And he kind of comes back, and he kind of goes, uh, "Oh, you know, um, that's uh, that's um, a shame. Uh, the the uh, you know this toy couldn't couldn't be fixed." 
I'm gonna I'm 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 gonna go and uh, I'm gonna quickly go out and I'm gonna I'm gonna get some super glue. I'll just not get any there. I'll be back in just a minute and it'll be as good as new. And obviously his dad goes away and he buys the same toy. Um, but while this is going on, we see this week in a kind of one armed, you know, <coughs> cl- 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 clearly not okay caricature. But we're setting we're setting this in what I would assume is like you know the early nineties, so it was okay then. Like and it's like it's like with this like one good arm like dragging itself out the bin, and then as it finally gets out, it sees Sid playing with like the exact same figure, and then you know later on that night, we see uh, we see we see we see Jack Danger just disgusted. He's like uh, he's like you're not my pal. No, he's he's in the bin, and we see the kind of. They kind of toy kind of crawl up to Jack Danger and they kind of start talking and they kind of go, uh, Sid, Sid would never throw us out. It's, it's him. He's the problem. And we uh, we see them we see them going at night, crawl into Sid's parents' room, and uh, you know his dad's taking a couple of sleeping pills. He struggles sleeping, and we see like you know Jack Danger and his 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 enemy character who is actually his pal. Just like managed to, they like they just kind of grab a handful of the pills and they just shove it down Sid's dad's throat, and he wakes. And obviously, it doesn't wake up. That's fucking dark. And Sid obviously walks in and thinks he's seen this, and runs away. Yeah, and he kind of runs away. And I, and again, the, the the doctor's like, Sid. Again, you think that these toys came to life and. They took your father from you, and he's like, "Yeah, no, that's exactly what happened." Yeah, it was difficult. That's fucking dark. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna keep going. So later on, we see um, we see uh, Sid just before Toy Story. So Andy hasn't moved in yet. The house next door is probably empty. Um. Or maybe like the the couple, the, we see the car driving away for the house next door, and we see the for sale sign going up or something like that. You know, something along those lines. Um, and we see like uh, Sid comes home and he's got this, and he's he's got with this, he's got with this paper, and he says like, uh, and he holds it up, and he's like, look, 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 look. He kind of goes, uh, he kind of goes, look, look. He's like, mom, 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 mom. Science fair, it's a science fair. And then he says, I'm going to build a rocket and I'm going to launch a man into space. And we see him, like, he's so determined. We see him, like, getting ready to build this rocket and how excited he is. And obviously it's the rocket they attach Buzz to because he's repressed all this and he doesn't... And, like, the reason he started torturing on toys is because he's he's not dealing with this well and he does... In the back of his mind, he knows, like, obviously that he knows this has happened but he's not really sure. And, like, he's... And at this point, he is just a kid who, like, thinks he's playing with science... No. And it builds this rocket, and he like, and he's like, and then eventually, you know, we see him with talks on his toys, and we basically just see the eyes experiments and all that. He just, he was just a wee boy who had an interest in science in his mind, and that's what he saw. So like, all his tests with explosives and all that, he all just thought, you know, or like when he was like taking parts off and putting them back together, he just remembers how his dad would fix toys, and that's how like he would like kind of fix his toys, and he thinks about things like that, and he, it, it, we see a fair kind of more innocent perspective of how. A child in that position would see it, and then obviously the, we, then we see you know what happened with Woody, and he kind of goes, and that's that's when I, that's when it finally hit me that um, I had been I had been torturing toys, 
my whole life. You know, these 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 things are alive. And even but even points at one in the therapist's desk, and he's like that 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 one right there. He's that 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 that, that Teddy in your desk. He's he's listening right now. And she kind of goes. And she kind of goes. She kind of she kind of, she kind of covers the Teddy's ears and kind of goes. And she kind of like grabs it and she goes. Put he kind of like chucks it in the bin. And he goes right now. He can't hear us. He went. No, no, you can't. You can't leave him in there. You can't leave him in there. He's, he's, he, 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 he needs to be out here, he needs to be able to breathe. And she goes, Sid, the toys aren't listening. Let's keep going. This is fucking dark. And uh, then he kind of he goes on a bit. And we, we actually see that he... Um, we actually see Sid, you know, like... Having grown... Like, as a bit, he gets a bit older, we see him, like, you know, getting a job and all that, and we see like, what he's done... And we see... He's a pizza delivery boy for Pizza Planet. He's not. <laughs> he's not, because he's actually in Toy Story 3. It's a pizza delivery boy for Pizza Planet. No, he's not. Oh, is he? He is. Yeah, that's his thing. He's a pizza Aye, delivery right. boy I... for Pizza Planet. I thought he was I thought he was a garbage man. He's a pizza delivery boy No, he's not, because he finds him in the bin. Does he not? Does he? I swear he's a pizza delivery boy. Okay, either way, you know how he finds them, and he, like, kills onto them. Yeah. Are you sure? Hold on. Yeah. Because he finds them and he attaches them to his car, remember? Googling it. Okay. If he is, I'm, I'm wrong, but, you know. Either way, it still works. Uh... Yeah, no, yeah, he is. I've just seen him. You see him with, like, he's got, like, the jacket on. And he's like taking the trash out. He's got he's got the same you know. Oh, and he's right. got his helmet on. He's got the same aye. same scar. Was right, yeah. Oh, okay. that's right, aye. Yeah. Then who's the fucking delivery boy? Well, okay, it's bag? fine. It was, it was not. It's clearly not said. I was right. Thank you, Jacob. Anyway, yes, yeah, so we see him. He's now working as you know. He's taking the bins out and that. And we actually see that you know after that he actually started like we actually see like what happened after that and like a final montage is they're like, taking him away and telling him that he's crazy and he's like I'm not I'm not I swear it's true. Stop throwing your toys out! Stop throwing your toys out! And we see, like, in his adult life, that, you know, he, he actually, after the whole thing, he actually had a bit of remorse, and we see him starting to repair his toys, and we see, like, you know, having known what's happened, we see that, like, he finds, like, old toys and, like, bins and things, and he, like, finds them, we see that he orders parts online and repairs them, and when he, like, when he found, like, the, the toys in Toy Story 3, and he, in the bin, and he took them and he stashed them to his car, he's doing all this because he's... Because he knows that nobody else does. But the kind of sad reality is they're pulling away and no one believes him. And he's like, I promise, toys are, la- toys are real. Toys are real. And uh, and then that's where it just goes, fades to black. Oh, okay. What are your thoughts? <laughs> okay, who's going first, Jacob? Um, I'll go first. Go. That's fucking dark. Yeah, I should also point out, I didn't mention this during the pitch, it's, uh, like, <laughs> shot for shot, it's also a parody of Joker, by the way. Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> like, yeah, like, Red light. Like, it's, not, it's not a total parody, but it's, it's the same Red kind light. of idea. Like, Jacob, let me finish. He's, like, when he's, like, um, when he's, like, in therapy and that, and he like, lights up a cigarette, he, like, he's, like, there's going to be a scene where he puts, like, a, he puts, like, a candy stick in his mouth, and he's, like, you wouldn't get it. Okay, red, light. red light. I was going to green light, but now you mentioned Joker. I hate that movie, but that, that's that's why I want to make fun of it. 
Yeah, no, there's just references and callbacks to other villain movies. Because my, my goal here is to do something so ridiculous. Right, It's okay. still good to mock how stupid these villain origin stories are. Because we don't need to... Empa- we don't need to empathise with puppy murderers. So, Rody, 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 Rody. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed your pitch. I thought it was fucking dark, fucking good. Yeah. And I was about... I'm willing to greenlight you on one condition. What? Get rid of the fucking Joker callback. No, because I want to make it a Please. bad villain movie. That's still a good I movie. Don't, I don't want the Joker stuff. No, but it's just scene references. I beg you. No, I'm, uh, I'd, I'll take I'll take the red light because it's worth it. Because I'm shining a light on why these villain movies don't need to exist anymore. Uh, while still making a good film. I, for, for the record, show that it was going to be a green light until he mentioned Joker. So it's a green light. That's fine. <sighs> yeah. What's, what's your problem with it with me referencing Joker? I'm doing oh, it. In a, no. I'm, do, I'm doing it in a mocking tone. <sighs> and that's the kind that that is Pixar humor. To be fair, that is something they would do. Uh, well, no, last bit. I just just anyway. just just like all those other films I've copied shot for shot. Like um, no, that, I shouldn't have said shot for shot. It's just going to be references to Joker because that's the most notable villain movie. I mean, obviously, this is an adult film, so it's not going to be a Disney film. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I was willing to just. It's still done in CGI, focus. though. To be fair. Because just, just for the kind of weird bit that we've done kind of weird on Candy Valley, like, the human characters all look deliberately weird to be more comfortable. Mate, it's like you're, it's like you're I'm, trying I'm to, to put us off. I'm the fact it's, it's obviously an adult film and Disney don't make those, but I like the pitch. I thought it was cool. Fucking get rid of the Joker thing. Green light. Um, okay, fine. I just, I, just want, I just wanted to point out how stupid villain origin movies, the Disney I villain agree. origin movies are. Glenn. But the, I, 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 I get where you're going with that, but I would also like the Joker stuff. Just okay, fine, I'll take it out. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll take it out, and then I'll let the fans demand the, the roadie cut. And then I'll yeah, back yeah, there out. we go. We're all happy, <laughs> yeah. we're all happy. So, uh, oh, where did I go with this? You know, at the beginning I was trying to think, what, what <laughs> so much what stuff what, planned, what by the way. villain's list? Who's a, who's a doctor? Who's a therapist? You know, but then you said he had the black shirt, and it's going like, ah, but okay, let's go. Yeah. And, and and I like that you went with that to pick a ridiculous villain, mm-hmm. because it is the kind of thing that, that that should never get an origin film. But you know, fucking mate. Uh, <laughs> so, so that, that, That's that the that worst was... part. Eh? That's the worst part. Wait till I tell you my original, wait, wait, my original plan for why for why 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 the to- how the toys fucked his dad over. But I'll get <laughs> that in a minute. Aye. So you know, I th- I thought I did go to some dark places. You know, the the, the toys. Gubbing his dad with a sleeping pose. That's fucking hell. Um, you know that's 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 a whole different level to getting pushed off a cliff by some weed dogs. Yeah. But, oh, but, that, but, was but the, that was obviously his, origin, his breaking moment of when aye, he started oh, aye, talking aye, toys and we see exactly. that in between. Aye. But no, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but just because it's so fucking <laughs> out there, I kind of liked it. Aye. Can I feel we could do with a better ending? Yeah, okay, I can. Okay, okay, can I think there was near there was a payoff? Does he does he get over it? You know, does he go back to the therapist? Well, the the, the, kind of, the, the, the idea is that he's actually quite living quite a well balanced life, and he's Aye. like saving all these toys and repairing them and all that. Okay. That was my kind of idea, but nobody believes him, so they just you know walk him away. 
Oh, okay. I think if if he gets locked away, I think what would be cool would be like a, an evil toy revolt. Ah, obviously, I'm sequ- obviously, I've got sequel bait. You know oh, I mean? well, yeah, well, there you go. There's, there's a sequel bait. Yeah. You know, that yeah. can be like the um, like the alternative <coughs> cut to the end of Little Shop of Horrors where the, where the plants destroy the city. <laughs> Amazing. Um, Is that know. real? Aye. Holy shit, okay. Aye, it's great. Um, <laughs> honestly, it's uh, fucking spectacular. Like the, the flag oh. comes down and the song starts and then it just, uh, nice. it just keeps playing as the plants just fucking... The, the army come in and just and then they get dragged out of the sky by the big plants and the buildings fall over and blow up. It's genuinely amazing. Nice. Um, so, you know, that could be uh, your sequel bait there, you know, the, a toy revolt. Did, did any of you get now the, the reference the, with the two kind of characters? The kind of jack action. Then he's get the reference now. Well, that sounded like action, no. man. It was it was a small soldier's reference. Oh right, okay. They kind of like they kind of like they kind of like the villains are supposed to be these like clearly like indigenous coded characters, right, and okay. the kind of the oh, U.S. Army guys yeah. are the good guys for no reason, but they're actually you know what I mean. Right, okay. Uh, so I did like it. Uh, it's a funny idea. <laughs> I liked. I liked uh, that you picked Sid because I've never thought of that. Uh, I, but I just think because it, did, it didn't. It didn't have a real ending, but we done to the end it. I'm actually going to read like this one. Well, that's fair. Um, can I quickly tell you what my original plot was for? You quick, 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 quick. Okay, so my original plan was that, uh, um, like, uh, his dad was going to be like this, like devout, like, like super like, religious type. And he finds out that his mum's got a new toy, and that's what ruined their marriage. <laughs> that was my original oh, plan, and I thought that's maybe a bit much. Dreadful. Um, so I just I just went down the murder route instead. Just. Uh, I also originally ha- wanted to do one, but I also had uh, I also had plans in mind for a, a movie about Al from Al's to- Toy Barn, and how he's a failed actor who became you know the chicken guy. Or he was uh, I was doing failed actor and failed puppeteer. Like he was an excellent puppeteer before Woody's show he cancelled, and that's why he loves the toys so much. I had that idea as well, but anyway. Okay. Anyway, who's going next? Is there a I go next? <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Jacob. On you go. Because I, I want you to prepare your red lights before Glenn comes in and saves us all at the end. <laughs> so, picture this. This is the scene I'm going to put to you. There are space marines sitting in the ship. Um, red light is bathing this place. You have about 100 space marines sitting there, checking their weapons, looking nervous as fuck. One of them pulls off his helmet and vomits into it. It's going to be fucking Good. awful. They're talking to each other, and you can overhear bits of the conversation. We're going to try and take back Earth. First time in a thousand years. What the, I wonder what they've done. It's all or nothing. If we fail here, that's it. Humanity is over. Over the intercom, you hear a voice saying, We may not win this, soldiers, but if we do, I am proud to have served with each and every one of you. Think of your families back home. Think of what we might do if we retake Earth. We have to do this. And if we fail, God help our souls. The red light turns green as the space marines nervously stand up, checking their weapons one Jacob, more time. Jacob, Jacob, it's now a red light just now, right? You've not told us enough. Hey. Shut up. <laughs> they check their weapons one more time as the doors open and you see earth the first time a human has seen earth in over a thousand years it no longer has a landmass it is a giant black sphere with two 
smaller black spheres on top of it on either side, almost like they are ears. <sighs> All of a sudden, a ring of static yeah. emerges from the planet, attacking or causing bits to go haywire on this one ship and the thousands of ships that have surrounded this Earth as these sleek black ships start rising from the strange Earth. And then you hear a voice over the intercom that says... It's time to die now, motherfuckers! <laughs> <laughs> Black screen. Does that then, even... Oh, I then I was like, what? Black screen. <laughs> Things come up on the screen. December 15th, 1966. Earth. <laughs> okay. A man with a moustache and really nice um, brushback hair and a nice suit is standing next to a frozen... Um, what are they called? Fuck. Ace. Cryo chamber. <laughs> Looks to one of his guys and they say, how long will this last? The other one thinks from a, until Epcot has been completed. <laughs> how long will Ep- Epcot take to complete? We don't know, sir. It could be 100 years. Could be 50 years. We don't know. <laughs> I understand. My work is too important to end now. As... He steps into the cryo chamber. It closes, <coughs> and as it closes, you just see one word on the chamber. Can anyone guess what that word Whoa. is? Biscuits. Well, Dis- Disney. Oh, fuck, it's never biscuits. That's the title, Disney. Then it cuts to somewhere in the near future. I'm going to call it 2150. Lights suddenly flood the room where at the center is Disney's cryo chamber. Um, scientists walk in and start brushing away all the dust that covers it. In the center, the only thing that's remained lit in all these years is the chamber of Walt still in it. It opens up, and Walt opens his eyes groggily and looks around. The first thing he says is, did we build it? Yes, sir, someone says. Epcot is ready to go. Does our... In context, does anyone know what Epcot is? No. Yeah, Epcot's the rubbish Disney park. No, 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 no. Well, it is. Epcot. No, Epcot was never made. Epcot was Walt Disney's big, big plan. The plan was to create a city. The perfect futuristic city where life will be run by Disney. Right, okay, but, 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 but there definitely is an Epcot, though. Like, like, there definitely is one. It's, oh, no, it's, there was a theme park called Epcot. Aye, it's got the big sphere, but, and it's got little bits of it's, Germany, it's named after Mexico, Epcot, which was the... And, it, and, yeah. it's, and it's the, the worst one. It's named after Walt Disney's big plan of a city, which was the experimental prototype community of tomorrow. So, Epcot has been built. Walt goes up and sees this beautiful cyberpunk looking futuristic city teeming with life the mouse ears on top of almost every building everything the adverts the cars the jobs the food and water are all disney he turns to his scientists who are starting to look nervous and despite the fact he's only said three words he looks at them and goes it's time the scientists nod 
pull out guns and shoot themselves in the fucking head. Jesus. As Disney reaches out one hand and pushes a big red button. As he does that, everything in Epcot stops. The humans who have been living and working and had their lives and families in Epcot stop. The TVs stop. Everything stops as the people's eyes slowly turn black. As this sheen starts emanating from the ears and covers the entirety of everyone working and living at Epcot as they become these specters, these machine specters with two mouse ears. Yes, because in Epcot, one of the things that he wanted to do was implant everyone in, with a chip so that they'd be able to like go through open, open and closed doors just on their unique biomed, bio, whatever signature. Everyone had a chip in their brain, and that chip was the Epcot override, and that's what pops up on the screen. Epcot override, Epcot override. Two months later, Earth is at war with these machine creations that just keep being built. No matter what you do, you shoot at them, bullets bounce off. You fire missiles at them. Fire explosions do nothing. And the worst thing is, they don't kill you. They take you. And then all of a sudden, there is an extra machine mouse-eared man against you. They don't kill you. They turn you into one of them. They consume you. First of all, are the businesses. Fox News gets destroyed by Disney. Fucking Cartoon Network gets destroyed by Disney. Marvel, which had become its own thing again, gets destroyed (laughs) by Disney. Everything is becoming consumed by Disney. Eventually, the governments that survive decide to use the last thing that they can do. They fire the nukes. And nothing happens. Because without these governments knowing, Disney had gotten into armaments. Every nuclear bomb on Earth was created by a corporation associated with Disney. Disney consumes the world as the last remaining humans escape to another galaxy, another planet, where they can try and rebuild and take back what they have lost. Walt Disney, the last remaining human on Earth, stands proud on the top of Epcot Tower, looking over the world that he has created, the perfect, futuristic, productive society of people who work, who live, who are Disney. He smiles as he then pulls out one last blueprint that his scientists have been making before they killed themselves. The blueprint says, The House of Mouse. <laughs> the end. Oh. Harry, can I take this one first? Please. Right. There's some very dangerous paralogues that can be make that can be made here, Jacob. I don't know how much you know about Walt Disney. I know a lot about Walt Disney. Let, let, yeah. let, this is something I was going to say. See if you wanted to. Um, like, see if you wanted I, I, to do I just, uh, a Walt Disney origin film. You could have just done a documentary about Walt Disney. 
but no, no. My, 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 my take is, I don't think we should be making movies where the literal Nazi wins. Walt <laughs> Disney made movies. He is the literal Nazi. He won. <laughs> Well, it's just well, real well, life, well, man. Well, 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 Walt Disney was a terrible, terrible human being. And I just don't think we should be encouraging that. I'm sorry, Jacob. Like You you, you say this, Rhodey. You say we, we don't think we should be encouraging Disney. Everything I don't think encouraging that, that person. Every, everything okay. we okay, do, right, everything but... you love, nerd culture is becoming owned by... Disney. Th- th- this would be fine if you didn't have bre- just bring Walt Disney back. That's my main <laughs> issue, right? Because the well, like, because, because Walt uh, Disney was cryogenically frozen. Uh, his, his brain actually was. It's not his whole body; it's just his brain. Well, there you go. Yeah. Okay, Jacob. I don't think you see the problem here, right? Okay, Disney's an evil evil corporation now, right? But at least the guy at the top is Jewish, right? If Walt Disney was around right now, he would not like the state of Disney because of that fact. Right? Okay. <laughs> that's, that, that's the problem here. <laughs> if Walt Disney would still be alive today, he wouldn't want you to make a movie about Sid. Yes, he would, because he'd make money from it. No, he wouldn't want to have the fucking villain origin stories. True, yeah, he was all about like a perfect world and yeah, whatever. Exactly. But I, I so get what you were pitching. going for, Jacob. You wanted to make a cute meta commentary and you actually I actually did get immersed in it. But one, that's not what we're pitching this week, first of all. <laughs> we're pitching and, a villain origin story, and this and is two, the origin of the biggest villain of all. And two, and two like I, I don't know man. I, I I don't think you understand what you're saying here. Like, like, we we, we just cannot have this, like, racist, homophobic, anti-Semitic, awful man taking over the world. Like, it's fine to have that imagery in media, but you cannot use a a real person and portray them in that way. You would get destroyed for for making that movie. What (laughs) have I done that isn't what Disney would want? What Disney would want right now, I'm pretty sure they don't want to be seen with that legacy anymore. No, no, I'm saying Walt Disney. Okay, right. Yeah, no, nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Have I nothing. done an adaptation of Walt Disney which is true to Disney? Yeah, but, it's, but, but we're, yeah. We're, we're, pitching, we're pitching Disney villain origin stories as in, in yeah. the, from, from and their media, not yeah. as in... Disney villain origin awful, stories. Awful no, those four words. Those four words. Disney villain origin story. Disney nah. villain. Jacob, Disney villain. no. Red light. Harry, go ahead. So, <laughs> my, my, my problem isn't with uh, the, the finer details of the episode brief. There's already TikToks getting made about you, Jacob. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> oh, no. So, so, aye, so my, my, my problem isn't isn't whether you've pitched a, what we thought was going to be a, you know, a Disney villain film. It's, it's b- b- because I f- because I feel like that is what you've done, <laughs> but yeah, oh man, yeah, like you don't need to you don't need to build upon anything more terrible that he's done. Yeah, I know. It just like it's 
it's like like it's 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 funny. It's you know what it's like. It's what, a what funny, right? right? It's aye, a, a wee bit like I don't think we need to kind of cartoonify yeah. how much a horrible bastard he was. No, I agree. Because that's all there. That's all true. I don't yeah. think we need to have see him become unfrozen and come back to life and conquer the world <laughs> with funny ears. No. <laughs> because no. he's already just I, 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 a I, fucking shit brain. I, think... I agree, Glenn. We don't need to see a story like that, just like we didn't fucking need to see Corella Deville's origin story or Maleficent's origin story. Yeah, okay, right, but Maleficent, they're, they're still effectively the harmless. Means evil. Like, 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 they're oh, still okay, effectively okay, harmless. Okay, okay but, they, but, but they are fictional. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you're making a pretty terrible person a, a cartoon and a caricature, which is like, I'm all for making fun of Walt Disney, but that's not really what this is doing. This is kind of... Uh, I don't know. I just don't think we can... I don't think we should make light of something of someone so horrifically terrible. Like, I think we should... Like, I think like, we, like, we should... You know, if we're going to properly... Ed, like we should educate. The, we should educate. Like, see as the... As, like Rody says, as the, the meta-commentary of this was a bad cunt. Um, in, <laughs> as a meta-commentary in, in, in Disney as a company, it's good. And bringing to... Aye, in, in the modern-day company and of him. Yeah. And, you know, bringing to more people the original idea of what Epcot was meant to be because that's new to me and that's genuinely interesting too. There is an hour long documentary on Epcot which is fascinating. Is is it is it by the defunct land thing? It's fucking by defunct Yeah I've got yeah great watch cool. that tonight because you know like and, and Please, those are so fascinating. Those, those are some really cool and really interesting videos which you know I've watched I've watched a few of them and they are cool and the very fact that you you know you started talking about this and I said I wonder if Defunct Land has a video about that <laughs> so it's cool. It's it's interesting, but like, man, I can't get that. No, that no, is, Jacob, that, that is like, 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 can, see, like res- I, I see your opinion about parodying evil people, but respectfully, I think the best way to remember evil people is to treat them like parodies. Re- res- respectfully, Jacob. Respectfully, we are three cisgender white men. We don't really get an opinion on that. Yep. I understand. People are out complaining and saying three fail pilots has gone political and other yeah. views, but no, like, like if you actually you do some research, and, no, if, no. if you do some research from Walt Disney, this isn't like a negotiable issue. No, he was awful. Like, oh yeah, he was fucking awful. <laughs> so, like, let, 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 why yeah. is it on the po- on the pitches where I put the most effort in, I always get the red lights? Well, Jacob, I think you just need to take a hard look at yourself. And I got immersed in your pitch, and see, you, honestly, Jacob, see how you just not went with Walt Disney, and you just made made up an evil CEO. So if I, I replaced Walt Disney with Zerg, <laughs> yeah. oh, that'd have been so have good. That. That'd have been so good. No, because we've seen Zerg's origin story, especially with the spaceship. We have. Can I can I rant about yeah, like, at the at the at the end of, um, at the end credits of Toy Story two, right? <laughs> it's like I love go long, Buzzy. <laughs> and it's like I've I've gone off Disney for a long time. <laughs> no, oh no, yeah, this but, is you've, seen, you but you've seen Toy Story too. Okay, yeah, yes, yeah. no, but like, yeah, wait, the best part of Toy Story too is when he's like, hey, "Buzzy, you coming?" Now I'm going to spend some quality time with my dad. And <laughs> 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 um, but no, like, um, they're making a Buzz Lightyear origin story, and I'm like, "Oh, okay, so Buzz Lightyear Star Command never happened." 
You know what I mean? Where, 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 where's XR and Booster and no and Mira? I feel like I'm the only person who'd watch Buzz Lightyear Star Command, but anyway, it was really good. I watched Buzz Lightyear Star Command as a kid. Yeah, and why 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 were they undoing it with a stupid Lightyear movie? I'm not happy with this. Um, because I'll money. tell you why. Money. Money. Yeah, because well, Disney's an evil corporation you, that consumes all it touches. I'll tell you what, I'm glad we've established before I start my pitch. Now, as it previously established, canon does not matter anymore. Exactly. Right, go ahead, Harry. Aye. Cool. So, allow me to take you away from the future and allow me to take you into what is vaguely the past. Ooh. And what is a vaguely rural, vaguely Europe. Ken Howe to America, Europe's just one thing. Oh yeah, yeah oh yeah, but Europe. It's vaguely Europe. Europe's that one country where people don't shave their legs or anything. Um, <laughs> anyway, opens up quite intense. You know, the cameras, it's live action, cameras following two children. They're fucking running, they're fucking running through the woods, and there's all these snarls and howls behind them. And they're jumping over logs and scrouching through hollows and all that. Away for this mystery, anyway. And the you know, big brass instruments swelling up, just as the wee one of the two it gets caught up in some thorns. And the snarling, this howling's coming closer and closer and closer. And just as you know, the brass are going, I don't know, fucking Hans Zimmer, take, take the reins, Hans Zimmer. The big one just reaches a single hand in, pulls the wain out, just hoists him over his shoulders and just runs him out of the woods. And the wee one, struggling for breath with tears in his eyes, looks up and says, <laughs> Thanks, Gaston. <laughs> oh, yes. Fuck off. <laughs> Who's in? No, that's not the end of my pitch. That's just that's just the credits rolling. I, I'm, I'm, I'm in for more Gaston, though. Great, great. So, here we are. Uh, here we are, all the lads. Uh, is Gaston, and who turns out to be his little brother? Louis-Francois. Uh, they're going to the market and the whole town has heard of how brave and heroic Gaston is. You know, he's saved his saved his wee brother for the beast in the woods. Even though it was his idea to go there in the first place. Uh, oh yeah, because no one fights like Gaston. Because no one fights like Gaston, exactly. Uh, yeah. No one runs away like Gaston, no one picks up his wee brother out of thorns like Gaston. Y- you've got it. Uh, and the full tune, they're just fawning over him. They're getting praise everywhere he goes. He's a wee hero and people ruffle his hair and Tell him how great he is. I thought giving him extra apples and everything, right? <coughs> oh, extra apples? Extra apples. Just a free apple on top of the apple he already Ooh. wanted. He's a good boy. He saved his wee brother for the beast in the woods. And, you know, I've, I've even got written here, someone says to him, you know, no one saves his family like Gaston. <laughs> and we follow them back to the, back to the house. And the parents remind the two of them that they have, you know, their chores today and wee Louis-Francois grabs the broom Gaston says no 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 you're still recovering you go up and rest honestly I'll do yours I'll do yours for the weekend until besides no one sweeps like Gaston no one sweeps like exactly <laughs> and so you see him you know he's sweeping up the kitchen he's cleaning the pots and pans he opens the door to chase the mice out instead of killing them because he loves animals he would never hurt animals Gaston <coughs> he would never hurt animals <laughs> okay Gaston not yeah aye yeah, he'd yeah. never hurt animals. Yeah. And the parents come in and they see that he's done everything and they go, oh, you're such a good wee boy, you're doing your brother's chores while he's recovering. Oh, you're so good. In fact, we've got a surprise for you. 
and they bring him through to the living room and they introduce him to a professor a professor for the college in the big tune down the road and he's come to see the brave and mighty Gaston you know <coughs> he's heard all about him how he saved his wee brother for the beast in the woods and all that and how everybody loves him and he's his grades are great cause he's great at everything at school you know like the counting but also the running also the creative stuff also the creative stuff he's just so exactly yep he's just so good at everything and he's so brave and well loved that he basically is what they want in a model student so he's there to offer him basically a full scholarship to whatever course he wants because they just want him at his college when he leaves school And they're all, and obviously he takes it, you know, and we Louis Francois goes, oh, that's, you know, because I always wanted to go to college, Gaston, you never really wanted, but I always wanted to go, you know, I, I wanted to go and study the stars. You know, he looks up this, out the window at the sky at night and wants to go to college and study the stars, you know. And he goes, is there any space for, for me, that the guy that nearly died? And he went, nope. <laughs> and his dad says, oh, come on, you know, like, I mean, I mean, your grades aren't as good as Gaston's anyway, you never would have went. You know, I mean, like, Gaston's the future of the family, don't get me wrong, but, you know, you'll be a fine carpenter, just like I am. Uh, you, you'll be fine, you'll be fine. No one saws like Gaston, though. No one saws like Gaston, but Gaston won't be sawing anything because he's going away to college where we Louis Francois is going to do all the sawing. So, you know, that's, you know, a bit... a bit shit for we Louis, but who gives a fuck about him? <coughs> In the film called Gaston. <coughs> you know, what's he got to do with anything? And so, you know, after this, you're going to see Gaston, you know, he's beginning his college prep, he passes all his exams at school. He even starts looking at astronomy books that we, that his wee brother had, you know, like his parents take an afternoon key to him, he goes, well, you won't need them, you know. And we, Louis Francois, starts his apprenticeship, learning how to cut wood and hammer nails and Oh, he's not that good at it, but he's doing his wee best because it's all he's got. And Gaston just keeps getting more popular and more popular. He's the first person for the village that's going to go to the college and all that. And, you know, he's a, a big name already, but he's just the biscuits. Everybody loves him. Oh, he's smashing. And even though any of the teenage lasses in the village would throw himself at him, he has his eye on one called Bell. But he doesn't actually do anything about it. Because he tells this to wee Louis Francois. He says, oh no, come on, that's no fair. She, you know, she's my age, she's not your age. You know, and, I, and I fancied her anyway. And so he says, you know what, I'll do the honourable thing. And I won't go near her. I won't go near her, I won't, won't even go there if that's you know, your thing. On you go, wee, wee man. But of course, what, what happens when Louis Francois goes to bail and asks her out, she says... No, I fancy your big brother. Oh, raging! So, and, and even after it, and even after he tells Gaston this, he says, "Ah, oh, well, I, you know what? If she doesn't like you, I don't like her. You know, I'm I'm not going near her. Fuck it, I never liked her anyway. We cow, <laughs> whatever French for we cow is, eh? Petit vache. Small Petit vache. Moo. Aye. <laughs> 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 So, you know, the year runs out. Gaston obviously passes all his exams, keeps getting his free ables. 
wee Louis gets a bit better at carpentry, but he's still kind of shite. He doesn't want to do it. But it comes time for Gaston to get packaged up and sent off to college, so the family hire a, a horse and cart. And they're all going to go and take his things and wish him well and see the building for the first time, you know what I mean? As they left the village. Apart from to run into the woods chasing beasts and wolves and that. And the cart's making their way through the very dark woods and there is howling, there is rustling in the bushes. And all of a sudden a felled tree lies across the path and the cart stops. Ooh. And it should jump a highway, bam. <laughs> uh, I mean a highwayman. Who jumps a highway bam then? And he's obviously disguised, you know, a highwayman can't just get away with wearing the fucking black band over his eyes. That's so, like, like everybody would ken exactly who that is. So he's waiting. See, see I'm not pitching it, it's just a guy just jumps out and he's like, any fags got on? Great. Right. Well, see, I was picturing that he was wearing like animal furs and like a big <coughs> animal he'd mask. Oh, nice. A bit beastly, you might say. For no reason at all. That's foreshadowing for anything. <clears throat> and so he jumps out and he points his pistols at them. And some barrels roll out for the woods up to underneath the cart. He says, Abandon your cart, leave me all your valuables and your horses. Or my gangsters, or my henchmen, are going to blow the powder kegs that have been rolled underneath you. And the parents are about to comply with this because they're like, "Oh fuck, I, oh, whatever, you know, it's it's fine as long as we can we can get away with our lives, you know. Who cares about the horse? Who, the horse? Who cares about the cart?" But Gaston's been emboldened. He's brave, Gaston. He's brave and mighty, Gaston. He's not fear to anything. Mm-hmm. he got to be fear to. So he reaches over, grabs his dad's pistol, points at the high of him, and shoots it. No one but, 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 but he's never he's never he's never shot a gun before. You know, he's not a hunter, he loves animals. Mm-hmm. So the, the flash of the powder and the recoil can infuse him, he drops it. And that lights the powder kegs. Oh. A fucking boom! Yeah. No, the cart goes up, the horse flies everywhere, the highway boom dies in the explosion. He's thrown for the cart, and we, we Louis Francois, once more is stuck, dying, until Gaston's big, brave, mighty hand reaches into the wreckage and just pulls him out with one hand and they sit there for a second watching the cart burn as they see you know, their, their parents' bodies limp and lifeless and Gaston's about to pick him up and say come on we'll get you to safety and wee Louis picks up a burning timber and scalps him over the head with it and he falls to the ground he's confused what's happening why are you doing this he says oh my whole life you've been fucking better than me everything you've been taller and older and more handsome and smarter and cleverer and now you get to go to college to do the thing I wanted to do just because just because you pulled me out of your thorn that I could have got out of myself even though I was only following you into the woods it was all your idea it was all your idea and now look you tried to shoot that and we would have been fine and now you've killed our parents and he takes this timber and just sticks it slowly into his chest Aww. and just impales him to the ground leaves him for the wolves and the beasts as he runs off down the road. And he's running and he's running and all he can do is he doesn't know what he's going to do but the next place he comes to is the big town down the road with the college in it. So he makes his way up to the college. Mm-hmm. Kind of, you know, obviously he's a bit burnt and singed and injured and you know, a facial injury. He says, hi, uh, 
we're, we're attacked on the road. My name's. He stops and says, My name's Gaston. I'm due to be called it. I'm due to be starting yeah, I saw here. That. Yep, I saw it yep, yep. Did you, you know? Well, there's other things I thought you could go, but that was too. Well, I, yeah. It's... And he says, "Oh, I'm here for. I'm here to enroll. I was travelling, we get attacked, but I'm fine. I'm fine. And, and so, you know, they they give him his room, and you know, they manage to get him some new clean clothes, they clean him up a wee bit. And he starts the course, and he goes, "Well, he's, he Kenzie's not as clever. So, so what's he going to do in the course anyway?" But but he tries for a wee bit, you know. He gets his books and he starts his astronomy and he starts drawing his little star charts and all that. But in the evenings, he's sitting looking at himself in the mirror and he hates it. He hates it. You know, his whole life he's been second best, so he builds a wee like face clamp thing. And in the evenings, he sits his face in this thing, you know, with the angled sides, and he squeezes his face. He's screaming in pain. He's trying to make his face a different shape. He gets this angled chin and the flat sides that he's after and all that. And I, you know, his, his teachers say, you know, listen, you're not doing very well here. And he says, yeah, well, fuck you. I'm not interested in any of this anyway. I'm too good for all this. And he realises that now's his chance not only to be Gaston, but he doesn't even want Gaston to have the good reputation that he used to have anymore. Oh. So now he's just to, to ruin his good reputation. So he gets kicked out of college. He goes back to the village... Makes no secret of it because <coughs> because everything that he does knows Gaston. So yeah. he can do what he wants and he gets away with it. So he picks up an ugly wee fucking troll in a bar and says, You you're just like my old wee brother. LF. Le fou, le fou in French, which is what Le Fou is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he becomes his, you know, abused wee best pal. Mm-hmm. And just starts terrorising the whole town. He becomes a hunter. To kill animals that Gaston loved, and skins them and tans them and sells their hoofs to hoof cunts. And most importantly of all, be a cunt to Bell. Cool, Jacob, do you want to go first? Because I've, I've got a couple. Okay, of cool. Saber, yeah. So I saw this pitch, um, this twist coming. Oh yeah. But I envisioned it a different way. All right. If it's all right for me to give you the idea that was in my brain. I'm curious if we are thinking the same thing, but yeah, go ahead. So, um, my brain started going the moment you said a log fell in front of the awesome car. And I was like, who's that in the beast outfit? And I envisioned that, you know, Gaston being a good boy would say, it's all right. Well, I'll hand over my valuables. Mum, dad, you're safe. Blah, blah, blah does a thing, after he's handed over the valuables, the beast clothed guy shoots the thing anyway up it goes and um, then the high women who are hiding in the bushes rush forward, was it Louis Gaston? Uh, Louis Francois What's his name? Cause it's, Louis because Francois. I, I wanted, I wanted uh, that to be the connection between Le Fou okay. which is in, so wait, I, cause, I cause imagine they go Gaston and Louis Le, Francois Le Fou is Le Fou in French yes I imagine them going like, Louis Francois, what have you done? What have you done? What have you done? And he takes off the thing, reveals that it's Louis Francois, and goes, oh, okay. I'm not Louis Francois. I'm Gaston. And you just see his, like, dead eyes. Oh, right, okay. No one yeah. kills like Gaston. <laughs> yeah. That, that's, that's how I saw it going. So you, you, you kind of, 
did my twist yeah. but in a different way which is interesting that's cool yeah. no, I, I, I just wanted the really horrible evil bit where he scalps him and then pins him to the ground <laughs> it's just uh, it's just so unnecessarily stupid almost like getting pushed off a cliff by some dogs I thought this was going to go one or two ways Aye. either what you did or the other thing I thought is that he was going to do the thing where he he goes to college and he finds out that he's been a big fish in a small pond I thought originally I thought you might go that Aye. way mm-hmm. And then he comes back, and the reason that he's so anti-books and all that, and he hates bell reading, is because he doesn't want her to go and see Aye. the actual world outside. That's what I thought it was doing at first, but no, I'm glad just, you went with a different Aye, direction. because I, yeah. you know, I did kind of think about that, but then I thought, oh, no, where yeah. else can I go? And then I had the idea that, you know, what if he's not Something. actually guest on at yeah. all. Yeah, no, that's fine. Oh, green light, by the oh, way. Oh, nice, cheers. Yeah. Um... <sighs> There's one thing I had an issue with. Right. Um, I felt like the kind of I thought I thought I still agree with it, but this is my one kind of thing just to take it that, that I have to comment on. Right. Okay. Um, I thought see the bit where he's like um, where you're saying how like he's going to ruin Gaston's life. Aye. I've envisioned that more of a him just because I, I even see the scene he's sitting in his bed and he's kind of doing the kind of the kind of standing kind of rocking back and forth and I, he's just saying to himself he's like. He knows he's not doing very well, so he just starts to say, well, what would Gaston do? What would Gaston do? What would G-? And he goes, oh, he's like, well, no. He's like, oh, uh, no. No one studies like Gaston. Aye. He's like, no one. <laughs> I, I, I envisioned it more like that. Like, he starts oh, right, like, aye. And he starts like, psyching himself up as a result. Right, aye. Because um, I, I saw it more that he's like, you know, mm-hmm. that, he, that he starts to just convince himself that he is Gaston. Aye, That's, well, that's d- been like, the one thing I would maybe change, but yeah. Oh, well, don't get me wrong, I can't. I can have had that in my head for, for you know by the time he get he gets back to the village and starts being an arsehole to everybody, you know, he starts, he starts Yeah, because the cause the village were still praising Gaston. They still loved him. Aye. It's only Bell that saw through it. Aye, exactly. Um Aye. So so like so, so I did kinda have that in my head, but also wanted yeah. it to be a conscious decision for him to start doing that for that reason. I didn't want it to be just that trauma No, happens. the hunting thing makes sense. I, yeah, I just didn't want it to be that trauma happened, so he thought he was gassed on now. I did want it to yeah, be yeah. a conscious bastardry. Okay, no, fair enough. But, um, but, that, that was my only but, thing, but, but I, def- well, I can just see the I, scene where he starts telling his cell that he's telling his cell that I definitely had the idea in my head anyway. I don't, don't think I said it, yeah. said it, but I definitely thought it would end up there. Yeah, um, but but it does make sense that he would, you know... He would uh, he'd no, feel I, like I, the opposite of Gaston exactly. to an extent. Aye, exactly. Well, still, like, obviously, like, lavishing the benefits of being Gaston because everybody does love him. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, but I know, it's, it's a green light. That was, yeah, that was good. Um, different take on it as well because, like, um, and, I'm, and I, I, I do understand why that's important because what Gaston originally was, he was, like, obviously a takedown of, like, typical kind of, like, macho bullshit. Aye. And I like the fact that you took that and you kind of said, well, no, that that and kind of turned it in its head a bit and said you can be, you know, that kind of person and still be a good person. Aye. And you made the wee kind of in, like kind of almost incel wee brother, that guy. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. I, I think Wait, that was alright. Did you just pitch inverted mega mind? You'll, <laughs> you'll have to tell yeah. me. Oh, mega mind's got a sequel, by the way. I can't wait. Wow. Have you never seen Mega Mind, Harry? No. Now you should watch. It's good. I should. Uh, it's actually a really good film. Cool. Yeah. Uh, no, the, the the biggest thing I remember at Mega Mind was that there was a guy in the year above me who had a big four. He'd get caught it. <laughs> that was a wee shame. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah. No, the, the kind of main the kind of main villain in Mega Mind is like he's like a, he's so the kind of love interest in it is Aye. a news reporter. Right. 
um, and spoilers I recommend guys sorry but in like our cameraman's like obsessed with her Oh, right. And Megamind accidentally he accidentally kills like his hero. Then he realizes that he's bored because of it, so he creates a formula to make something else a hero. Oh, right. And he sees this guy who's obsessed with him. His kind of picture is, oh, you know, she loved she loved uh, Metro Man. You know, you could if you became you know the uh, the hero, she she would fall for you as well. But obviously, as a result, this guy you know wasn't very healthy, and he was just obsessed with this lassie, and it kind of shines a light on that. And right. It's, okay. It's really, Really good. It's, it's obvious. I don't want to even call him a twist because it's obvious for the start, but it's not really good taking it. Cool. Yeah. Anyway, Harry is this week's winner. Yay. As usual. Two green light. Yeah. Well done, Harry. Thank you, thank you. Um, two red lights for Jacob, and in the middle, we've got Rody with a red and a. Wait, no. A red and a green, yeah, because you yeah. red lighted him, didn't I did. you? Glenn. Yeah. Well, Glenn, as our resident, as always, back to normality winner, the plugs are yours. Yes, no one wins like Big Glenn, no one pitches like Glenn, no one plugs <laughs> like Brody's famous underscore, to be fair. But uh, I'm not here to talk about that. Never like, forget the fucking the underscore. Fucking underscore. Bastard, you underscores it. Yeah, yeah, it makes me angry. Anyway, I uh, when I'm not thinking far too hard about uh, little French children murderising each other. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad you added in that last bit. <laughs> oh, God, Jacob. Aww. I play bass. I'm in a band. We're called Oh No. A-W-N-A-W. We're on Facebook. We get a video called Oh No. Secret Face on YouTube. We get a wee EP called Oh No. No Again. It's a fucking good ah, thing as man. well. Uh, on Spotify. Uh, and I've got something else to pitch this week. Oh. Yeah, this is fun. Um, if you go to Off the Record blog, you might find some writings I've done. Uh, def- oh, okay. Definitely by the time this goes up, uh, which is obviously right now, there will be uh, an album review live, and there may also be an interview with an amazing musician called Old Sea Legs. Cool. So that's hey, Off the Record blog. A... Maybe you should, you know, do a. Um... If, Wait, if, only, if, if only I knew some kind of heavy metal bands for London or something, that would be cool. Oh, fuck, if only. Jacob, can you hook me up with Hellgrind? That's <laughs> 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 so good. <laughs> Who's next? Uh, I guess I'll go next. Um, yeah, twitch.tv slash parsath with an underscore at the end. Uh, underscore. TikToks. Is Parsath the underscore? Twitter's just Parsath with the underscore. Everything's Parsath with the underscore apart from Facebook, which I might change. <laughs> uh, yeah, find me on there. Currently streaming Final Fantasy VI and East A. And by the way, I could talk about East all day. Like, oh my god, I, can we do a Neon Falcom episode? I know no one played the game. No, but oh, just oh. hey, hey, Jacob plays. Oh, Jacob plays them. Yeah, they're so good. Like, like, guys, right? I'm the one who fucking got you to play <laughs> that's Falcom true. games. Yeah, that's true. Right. And you know what I really want to plug is just Neon Falcom. Okay. Just thank you for existing. Uh, follow them on Twitter, even though their tweets are in Japanese. Buy all their games. Um, their games are on the Steam sale right now, I believe, when this goes live. Maybe not, but um, yeah. Play East, play like, Trails, Legend of Heroes, Trails of Cold Steel, Trails in the Sky, Trails from Zero is out in September. Play Tokyo Xanadu EX Plus. Just, just. You're oh, welcome. Neon Falcom so much. <laughs> nice. Jacob. 
So, um, in case anyone wanted to know, <coughs> I am the lead singer of a London-based heavy metal band. Fancy that. Oh, yeah. We are called Inquire Within. We are currently on a UK tour with a band that Glenn wants to get in touch with, <coughs> Helgren, who are amazing, and 13, who are also amazing. We have a few shows going on. I don't remember which ones we have next. Um, but at the time of release, it will be before we have a three-day stint where it's Newcastle, then Glasgow, then Inverness. And I'm pretty sure I might be meeting Glenn at Glasgow. Oh, you've been Newcastle the day before. Yeah! Interesting. Okay. That I know. I'll, I'll, I'll try to be at that one, but I can't promise anything. No pressure, man. I understand you have things as well. But I might be seeing Glenn, which would be amazing. Oh, you better believe because it. Because believe it or not, although we've been doing this podcast for over a year, I have never seen this beautiful boy with the balsamic glaze of a brogue <laughs> in the flesh just yet. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Um, we have a new album out called Rebirth. Um, get it on Bandcamp, Spotify, wherever you find good music. We're also there, coincidentally. Um, and also, I am a DJ on Hard Rock Hell Radio, and we I make my episodes, and they are made every Thursday at 11 p.m. Cool. Cool. Thank you for listening to this episode of Three Failed Pilots. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Thank you for listening. Villagin. No one listens like Gaston either. Oh, Disney is an evil man!